Welcome back to the Less Doing Podcast. This is episode 398. And today I want to talk about 22 power routines that make you more productive. All right. So the first one is wake up when it's right for you. So uh, wake up when it's right for you. Uh, I don't know about this one. So I think that uh, we can train ourselves to do pretty much anything. Uh, and yes, some of us are not morning people. Some of us are, are we, we all have different circadian rhythms. But part of the thing that you can hack with your uh, wake up time is the time that you go to sleep. Um, and so the easiest way to do that is you take the average number of uh, average uh, REM cycle, which for most people is about 90 minutes, and you add those up, average person takes about 14 minutes to fall asleep. So if you get four cycles, that's six hours plus 14 minutes, six hours, 14 minutes, you want to go to sleep, six hours and 14 minutes before you want to wake up. While that sounds very nitpicky or trivial, it actually does work. So you can do your own sleep timing. So waking up when it's right for you, I, I don't agree with that one. Uh, it's also not reasonable. Um, I wake up sometimes uh, if I'm if I'm really motivated, I'll wake up at 5 a.m. and I'll start doing things. Otherwise, I'm going to wake up when a kid wakes me up. And so I've talked about this many times, how I don't really have a morning routine because I have my kids. Uh, now, people with kids certainly can have morning routines, but uh, I think that it makes it significantly more difficult. So first one, don't agree with. Second one, stay away from your phone when you first wake up. I don't agree with that. Uh, I think that this is this whole, the, the idea that like if you're an alcoholic and you lock up your liquor, like that doesn't solve the problem. Um, preventing ourselves from looking at these things doesn't necessarily fix anything. And I believe that if you're in control of your communications and you know what you're 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 doing and you you have a good system set up, then there's no reason why you shouldn't or wouldn't want to look at your phone first thing in the morning. I do. Uh, I look at it first thing, and it takes me about a minute and a half, two minutes to catch up on anything that might have come in overnight, maybe a couple emails, uh, maybe a couple Slack messages, if that. And that's it. And then I know, and then I can go back to what I'm doing. Uh, so I don't really agree with that one either. Next one is eat breakfast. Don't agree with that one either. Uh, I have been doing intermittent fasting for the past four months now. I've lost 13 pounds. I've had significant increases in my cognitive functioning that I can just tell I feel more on it because I'm not snacking and eating all day. And my first meal is typically around 11 o'clock or 12. So one thing is you could say that breakfast is just your first meal of the day and you want to make that really great. But uh, I don't think that you have to eat breakfast to get your day going. I just don't. Get your body moving. This uh, I do agree with. I think that it's a good idea to get your body moving, uh, but that can mean different things to different people. That could mean uh, a good little five-minute yoga stretch when you get out of bed. Uh, it could mean doing 10 push-ups and 10 jumping jacks when you get out of bed in the morning. Uh, but movement in itself is something that is going to get things going, and I think it's going to help you uh, shake off the, the nighttime heaviness. Meditation and stillness. I do agree with this one. I don't necessarily agree that you have to meditate. And let me just clarify, I'm not saying that you shouldn't meditate. What I'm saying is that you don't have to do quote unquote traditional meditation for this to be effective. Stillness, I think, is more interesting. So on those mornings when I wake up early, like 5 a.m. or something, I will definitely spend five or 10 minutes just sitting with my own thoughts, not looking at my phone at that point, uh, not doing anything else and just sitting. And if I have that. 
uh, there's a, I forget who said the quote, but there's a, a wonderful quote that basically says like, most of mankind's problems would be solved if we could just sit still quietly in a room for a little while. It's very, very difficult for most people, myself included. Make your bed. Um, I do agree with that one also. I think that making your bed is an important part of the morning, and I think that it sort of sets it up for the day. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with uh, General McChrystal's thing about you know the whole book that he wrote about making your bed, I, but I just I don't think it goes quite that in depth. I just think it's a good idea. It's a good thing to. It, it's a good uh, sort of milestone in your morning that you know that you're ready to start the morning and sort of get on with things. Next one. Recite affirmations. Can't say I agree with that one. Uh, it would be, I, I would love to tell you that if you stood in the morning, in the mirror every morning and said, hey, I'm going to be so productive today. You are a productive person. I know that there's research that shows that it works, but I want to just keep pointing out that a lot of these things that I'm, that I'm talking about that I don't agree with, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do them if they're part of your routine. But I don't think that they're, quite as necessary. Because the problem with an article like this is that somebody will look at these 22 power routines, they'll try to do all of them and expect that to make them productive. And it just doesn't work that way. Read. This one I do agree with. Uh, I think that getting your brain going, this is the movement version for your brain. And for me, I usually read one of two newsletters that come in in the morning. Uh, one, of called, one of them is called Morning Brew. The other one that I will read, which actually comes in at night, is called Next Draft. So those just sort of give me a little bit of knowledge of the, the, uh, what's coming up for the day in terms of the world and politics and news. Um, just a little bit to sort of get me thinking about something outside of myself. Schedule your time. So this is a very personal choice, but to me, I think scheduling your time is something that should be done at night. Uh, I think that you should be looking on the, on a Sunday, you should be looking at the week ahead and nightly you should be looking at the day ahead. And one of the goals that you should have is to cancel at least one thing that you have planned for that week uh, because it's a good habit to be in and saying no is a good practice for ourselves. So start saying no by canceling something. Don't do it rudely or superficially, have a good reason, but pick something on your calendar that just doesn't need to be there and cancel it. Uh, so I, I think that doing it in the morning is not as efficient and effective as doing it as night, at night. I think it gives you more time to really digest what you're going to be doing the next day. Pare down your decisions. That is very similar to me to your what, what's going to be in your schedule. I live and die by the calendar. If it's not in the calendar, it's not happening. So paring down decisions, that goes very much in line with me saying that you should cancel one thing, uh, reduce the number of things that you're going to have to make decisions on, and as always, implement the three Ds that we teach here at Less Doing, the uh, first one being delete, the second one being deal with it, and the third one being defer it. Dress for success. Don't agree with this one. I think that dressing for comfort, depending on what you're doing, right? If you're going to be meeting with people all day long, that's a very different thing. But otherwise, dressing for comfort, dressing for the mode that you want to be in is going to drastically improve your productivity. Dressing in a suit is not going to make you more productive. But dressing is something that unhinders your ability to get the things done that you want to get done that will. Put pen to paper. There is a lot of really great research that says that putting uh, pen to paper is neurologically very effective. And there's a connection that we have from our brains to our hands. And I totally agree with that. My handwriting is terrible. 
but I think that this is not a bad idea. And one of the things that I would suggest people do is they figure out the three things that they got to get done that day and make a doing list, not a to-do list, but a doing list, the things that they are going to do that day. And you can do that with pen and paper. Eat that damn frog. I 100% disagree with this one. So this has been one that's been around for a long time. They say, eat the frog, do the most difficult thing first and everything else gets easier. I just don't agree with that because the difficult thing may not match up with the timing of your day. You may have, the most difficult thing of your day may be writing a blog post, but let's say writing a blog post is that your writing time is best done between two and 4 p.m. So if you try to do it first thing in the morning, you're not gonna be able to be as effective at it. What you should be doing first thing in the morning is getting rid of the thing that you are slowing down the most. Identify the places where you are a bottleneck in your business or in task where you're holding other people up from doing your work and that should be your number one priority, not the hardest thing. Focus on yourself. So uh, if you don't put yourself in your schedule, then it will get filled with other time requests. I agree with this. I think that if you don't schedule your time, your time will be scheduled for you, quite simply. So you do need to make the time for yourself. And, and one of the things I like to refer to that is active recovery. For me, the 80-20 rule basically means that 80% of your time should be spent on active recovery and 20% should be spent on work. So you work super effectively in that smaller amount of time and the rest of the time is spent on rest, recovery, learning, uh, improvement. And for me, active recovery, not in the athletic sense, in the sense of doing the things that really enrich you, spending time with your family, working on a hobby, whatever that might be. So yes, practice gratitude. I, this is, I can't argue with this one. I think it's a great idea. Um, I, I think that practicing gratitude and being more, rec, uh, being more cognizant of the things that are happening in our lives that are really, that work and that do well is a really good thing because oftentimes as human beings, we'll tend to focus on the negative and we won't recognize the positive and we need to celebrate our successes. Socialize with your teammates. So, uh, Yes, I agree with this one. Uh, and there's actually some really interesting research that shows that virtual teams are more socialized than non-virtual teams because they make more of an effort. It's kind of like when you never see those friends that live right next door, but you, you see the friends that live out of town more often. So that one I think is a good one. Set hard time limits on certain activities. Yes, 100% yes. If you set artificially restrictive limits on yourself, you will get more done. It's quite simply, the way it will work. Parkinson's law says that work expands to fill the time allowed to complete it. Give yourself less time to complete things. Um, and th as an interesting aside to this, there was this great study done on the finishing times of marathons. They took over a million people finishing marathon times. And what they found was there was an a every half hour increment, there was a huge uptick of people trying to get in under that wire, right? So somebody wanted to finish it in three and a half hours or two and a half hours or three hours. And then right after those times, there was a big drop off. So it just shows you the arbitrary nature of most goals that we set. And we can set any goals that we want, so we might as well set more restrictive ones. Organize your workspace. Yes, I agree with this. Having an organized workspace is really important. Your environment plays a big role in how productive you're going to be. So organize it for the work you need to do. And keep in mind something from Charles Duhigg, which basically it's a 20 second rule that uh, anything that we make 20 seconds easier to do will more likely become a habit. And anything that we make 20 seconds more difficult to do will be easier to break of a habit. So if you want to drink more water, have more water at your workstation. If you don't want to eat junk food, don't have junk food in your house. 
organize your workspace. Leave work at work. This one is a little bit more difficult, I would say, for entrepreneurs particularly, and also those who work remotely or work at home. It's a little bit hard sometimes to have that separation and really compartmentalize. So one of the things that I think helps that is to have your environment set up for that. And you can have the place where you do some kind of work. So I wouldn't recommend that you sometimes do work in the kitchen and sometimes do work at the, uh, at the in the dining room. You want to have one place where you do at least the same kind of work. So maybe you always write in one place and you always read in one place because what that will do is it will start to create a signal for your brain that that is the place where you're doing that kind of work. It will make it a lot easier to switch activities. Check in with a coach or mentor. This may sound self-serving. I am a coach. I think that uh, accountability is often best done outside of ourselves. And so checking in with a coach or mentor, I think, is a great idea to let them know what you're struggling with, what you're accomplishing, and how you can improve. Reflect on the day's achievements. I do agree with this. I think that, again, as I said, we oftentimes don't put enough importance on the good things that we get done. And uh, there's this great tool called I Done This, which sends you an email at the end of the day, and it says, what'd you get done today? And you write back, and it creates a journal from it. And oftentimes, when I would get that at 6 o'clock at night, I would have to look at my calendar for the day to figure out and remember the things that I had done over the past eight or nine hours, because there's just so much happening. And it's so easy, again, for us to focus on the negative that sometimes we really need to celebrate those successes. Disengage, uh, this I agree with. I think that at some point in the day, whether it's part of the day or at the end of the day, you do need to disengage and you know the kitchen's closed kind of a thing. You're done with your meal or your work, the kitchen is closed, it's important. And get plenty of sleep. Yes, uh, we need to get plenty of sleep, no question. Uh, I am not a particularly good sleeper. I don't get a lot of sleep. Some of that has to do with my kids. Some of that has to do with just my lifestyle. And if you can't get enough sleep, you're definitely not going to be as productive. However, you can biohack your sleep and you can get the best quality sleep in the least amount of time. And one of the ways to do that, my favorite sleep hack of all, is blue blocking sunglasses. Wearing a pair of blue blocking sunglasses for at least an hour or two before you go to bed will massively improve your sleep and thus make you more productive. So there you have it, 22 power routines that will boost your productivity according to an article from Entrepreneur Magazine and my thoughts on all of them. Let me know what you think. If you have any questions or thoughts, leave a message. And hopefully one of these makes you more productive. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more on how you can become more replaceable, head over to less.do slash apply and check out one of our many programs called The Replaceable Founder that will help you with your communications, project management processes so that you can have a business that gives you freedom, focus, and flexibility. Make it an effective day.